Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. I'm super psyched to be talking with Lahana Vigliano today, the founder of Nuvi True, um, Nuvi True Wellness. And first of all, that was the first time I think I actually said your name like all in a row like that. And I love it. It like, <laughs> what a cool name. Assuming I pronounced it right, which I think so, but I just love how that rolls off the tongue. Thanks for coming on today, though, Lahana. Yes, I'm excited to be here. You know, I used to hate my name because it was so unique. I always say I wanted to be that Courtney or that Brittany. And now like I love it. I wouldn't want anything different. So yes, I love it. (laughs) That's so funny. Where does it where does it come from? Do you know? Like, did you did your parents make it up? Did you like ever say like, why'd you name me this? No, it's Hawaiian for sure. And my dad's from the Philippines. So I feel like I need to wear a shirt that says yes, my name's Hawaiian. No, I'm not Hawaiian because I kind of look Hawaiian. Um, So Yes, get those questions all the time. But I think it was actually a perfume um, that my mom liked. And that's kind of how my name came apart. <laughs> that, that is so funny. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on today. Well, tell us, why don't we start there? How did, how about what is Nuvi True? And um, how, why is it named that? Because I feel like you can kind of get it from that name. I don't know. Let's let you give it, give oh. people, tell people what it is and how you came up with that name since we're on the topic. A little. So it's a combination of the NU starting like with nutrition and then VI, the beginning of our last name, and then just staying true to like just what we are supposed to do with our food and our health. I'm going back to like just staying true to ancestral like habits. Um, So I don't know that (laughs) when we were creating it, it was actually because of a trademark thing that we went through business lessons there. Um, And so we were kind of like in a rush. And I think we were trying to do something similar. It was like, Levival, I think we were ideally wanting because it was like my name, like LA. And then it spelled was the same spelt backwards, which was really cool. Anyways, it then I was like, No, it sounds too much like this. So we ended up doing Nuvi True. So that's kind of how it came up came about um but new true was technically born in 2015 um and i got into more of this industry well i was like an entrepreneur that wasn't a planned entrepreneur i didn't ever think i was going to build a business and um, that wasn't on my docket by any means um it was more so i was always wanting to be in healthcare, so i wanted to be a doctor um and that was me at like five years old i was like i want to be a doctor so I was, I actually took that, not all the way, but halfway. And so I was in pre-med initially, and then I started seeing a pill for every ill, and that wasn't my jam. Um, obviously, there's time and a place, but that really, I don't know, I, I, it's not what I wanted to do in my life. And then right before we started recording, I shared too that I became a young mom at 17. So I think having kids young and then kind of seeing that, the thoughts were going through my head were like, well, I want to have flexibility. I want to 
help my kids grow and not become another health statistic. Um, so there was a lot of like these little nudges. And so I was forced to take a nutrition class and I loved it, but not as much as I love it now. I think the passion grew over time, but I started to see a little bit of light of like, okay, like I'm, we're looking at these people's foundation. We're not just saying like, Oh, you got diabetes. Here's the medications. Like, well, why did diabetes occur in the first place? Mm -hmm. And I started seeing that with nutrition. And then that's how I changed my major graduated. And then when we had our, we got married, had our daughter. And then I was like, okay, let me be a stay home mom for a little bit. Cause I had to like go back to work at like when I was two weeks postpartum, because mm -hmm. I was just, I, I could, I couldn't, we moved out to our first apartment. I had to. So I was like, I'm going to enjoy these like eight months of like just being a mom. And my son was like going in, he was preschool, going in kindergarten. So it was really great. But then yeah, like eight months in, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of getting bored. <laughs> and so I was, I was like, let's go to business. <laughs> love it. I love that like origin story. Um, <laughs> and I love that I don't know. There's so much there. I feel like I, I totally also relate in terms of um, it kind of getting more interested in nutrition once you have kids and stuff. Like I think that not even just nutrition, but just like wellness and like all of the things that go into like creating a healthy body. Like I was never paying att much attention to like anything really before I had my son. And then all of a sudden yeah. I was like, the minute I was pregnant, I was like, so careful about everything, like anything I ingested, anything I put on my skin, like Ooh. anything like that, because it was suddenly like, oh my God, wait, I'm literally creating yeah. another being and the cells and like literally yeah. everything from scratch. And I want it all to be like pristine. And oh, then getting like into kind of all of that stuff. You're better than me, girl. I would say like my first one, I was still pretty conventional. Um, I think just out of being young and just, I don't know, maybe not mature in that sense and just kind of listening to doctors and grandparents of what worked. And then it was with my daughters when I was like, whoa, like I'm starting to like question everything. <laughs> so it was her that I started to then question just like you did with your first. So your, your first is lucky because usually the first babies are kind of like our trial babies. You know, we're kind of, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's true. But I, I think it was partly, I feel like for me, it was partly because it took a while to get pregnant. It wasn't as easy as I thought. And so it was like, I was that pregnant person who was like super paranoid and like, didn't mm -hmm. believe it, didn't want to say anything for like the first while. And then like just wanted to do everything right I was so paranoid something would go wrong so that was like that I makes think sense. Like where that kind of came from and so I was like I'm not gonna touch anything like I'm not gonna I was just like I went and like bought like all organic food for the first time I remember like going to the store and just being like can't have any of the pesticides I just don't want to mess anything up it's so true though I think some of those things it makes you sound a little crazy and woo woo but honestly it's not at all it, it's such a problem nowadays you know I think we think our bodies are and our bodies are resilient but with the demands in our lifestyle and what we're exposed to nowadays like no you've got to do the best that you can in every area and obviously there's some things we can't control but the things you can control like absolutely take control of <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a great way of thinking about it I think too okay so tell us though what is so when you decided okay I'm going to start a business <laughs> like did you know that it was going to be in the nutrition space or did you know what it was going to be did you know it was going to be this and then also tell us a little more about like what it actually is now whether that's the same yeah. or different. no it, it is the same and 
Yes. I think it's actually very similar to like my initial thoughts. Um, so it is a private practice. So we help women one-on-one who are struggling with hormonal imbalances and digestive issues. And we're using a food as medicine approach. We're using functional medicine lab testing. We're helping women stop the DIY, whether it's like my periods are painful or irregular, or I'm having trouble losing weight, or gosh, I'm always bloated. I don't, I just don't know what food it is or whatever. That is where we come in. Um, and also taking the outside of box approach too of supporting people with like Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid disorder and all these other things that again, first glance, if you're kind of used to the more conventional healthcare, it's like, no, all, all I have to do is take a prescription. No, that I'm telling you, there's always a food component to it. So that's our favorite thing to do is help people understand that and do testing that's not covered by insurance, um, but it helps people get to the root cause of these things. So that's kind of actually what I originally wanted to do. Um, I've always wanted to have multiple people on our team. So now we have four dietitians um, and myself. I don't see people anymore. I do more of the business side, but I do more of the lab interpretations and supporting the dietitians. And, you know, I'm still pretty ha- actually hands-on with patients, but I'm just not doing the sessions um, anymore. And so I still have a goal and I've always wanted a goal of having like different locations all over the US, even though we're all telehealth and we see people still it doesn't they don't have to be local to Austin. Um and that's great. But I don't know, there's something that I've always wanted of having people in different areas, you know, like boots on the ground, you know, mm-hmm. interacting with local businesses, like building that corporate model, but still having like a mom and pop kind of feel because I think that's some people are nervous with healthcare when they go into a big practice. They're like, oh gosh, you know, like am I gonna be bounced around? And I just I don't want that. So I'm trying to like combine the like mom and pop feel in healthcare um, and still build like a very big corporate model. So I think that's always been my goal for sure. Um, And that is, I don't think we've pivoted much or added much. You know, there's so many things in healthcare now, like telehealth of like group programs and blah, 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 courses. And we do have some things like courses, but honestly, we want people who are done DIYing it. Like I want people who just like want to do some testing. They want to know what's up and we want to be able to say, Hey, this is the support that you need, not just in diet, but like lifestyle, movement, stress, sleep, environment. Those are all aspects that we kind of touch on. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we do. And we, we love it. Cool. Oh yeah. It sounds amazing. Um, and I love that idea of expanding, but still keeping kind of that, like, yeah, mom and pop kind of feel so when you first started it were you like was it just you when you first started or did you know like hey I want to go in and make this thing and I know it's going to be bigger than myself and you started finding like team members right away no definitely not I would say let's see the first three years was just me yeah the first three years um because we also lived in Florida at the time as well that was 2015 we moved to Austin 2017 um and so I felt like I did a lot of behind the scenes stuff a lot of not really income producing yet I kind of dipped my toe in the first couple years podcasting blogging you know kind of doing that stuff and then 2017 when we moved to Austin I feel like that's when we really like and I did see some patients but I feel like 2017 when we moved to Austin that was like game on from that point and so shortly after um I would say is when I did my first tire and that was another I think it was just a health coach it wasn't another um wasn't a dietitian it was just someone to support um patient care and maybe an assistant oh gosh I feel like it like all time runs together when I think about like I don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> no, totally. But that's, um, I mean, I feel like hiring is such a, it's, it's interesting to build your team. It can be hard. It can be, but it can be really like, I'm I, I, the word I'm trying, I'm trying not to say life-changing. Like I'm trying to say like, no, it's life-changing. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Life-changing for your business is what I was going to say. Like, that's just such a, like, it changes the dynamic. It changes everything you're like able to do. So um, yeah, I feel like I have developed such a love for it too. Um, cause initially, you know, I think starting a business, you have the passion for what you're doing. And then I realized how much I actually have a passion for like supporting my dietitians and I have no problem delegating. I know some people do. I have no problem delegating. I'm like, we even have a house manager now and she's incredible. So we've delegated a lot of house stuff and errand stuff. Um, so I have no problem doing that, but I loved it. And I remember we got health insurance last year for our employees and I was like, this is so satisfying. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be so excited about creating something and really like giving livelihood to people. Like I found so much, I don't know, excitement about it that I never thought I would. No, that's funny. I literally say, say the same thing. I feel like over time I have found that I like sometimes I say not to my clients don't tell but I'm like I'm like I actually think I have more passion for like building business and like running a, a sustainable and like supportive business than I do for like the tasks that we do like for like PR with clients which is fine okay. I think you know because once you build up the team that's totally fine and I actually um this is getting a little off topic but I was listening to a podcast a couple maybe a couple weeks ago and they were saying like that's the natural evolution like when you're feeling like you are feeling excited by like something else it doesn't mean um that you're not supposed to like be doing your main thing anymore it yeah. means that it's like time to kind of push you to the next level sort of and that that means that you're ready to step into kind of like the next level of what you're doing and help people in an even bigger or different way and it doesn't mean yeah. like oh I should shut my business down because like I don't like do <laughs> doing the, like yeah. the client work or the patient care anymore it just means like maybe you're actually now meant to like now you're in a position and like in the place and with the experience that you can actually touch so many more people by yeah maybe starting other locations or even teaching other like you know supporting yeah. yourself and like helping people figure out how to be the best they can be and no I felt 100%. the same way like when I started being able to like it's just like it's like a level of pride I think to be like I'm actually providing like a livelihood to other yeah. through the company that I've created and giving them like a really nice place to work because I feel like we've all yes. worked places where it's just not that nice or like you have to you're always complaining like you know or or we've had friends who are like always complaining about their work yeah. or their boss or their coworkers or the things they're doing like people really have a lot of stress in the workplace and I was like mm. if I have the ability to create a workplace like I want this to be the best company anybody's ever worked for I want you to like love working here so anyway I feel exactly. like kind of I say the exact mm. same things you're that you just said so I feel like we have a similar mindset with that oh yeah oh I love that so much um yeah I wanted to feel like a family I want people to be excited about work for sure I, I think that there is so much negative behind it and I think with COVID too we started understanding like we were telehealth before COVID, but we're understanding like the flexibility. So I feel like, I don't know, just the business workplace environment has changed even within the last couple of years. And it's really cool to be, you know, be on that ride with, with everything changing. Yeah. And so you had, you say you have one location right now or you have two locations in Texas? Oh, um, Austin and Houston. Okay. So those are both like physical locations. People can come in for appointments. 
No, no, we still don't see people in person. So oh, okay. when we open up a location, we do like have like a little like more of an admin type office. Okay. Um, but it's more so having like marketing again on the ground, um, people interacting with other businesses and making those connections and networking and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think ideally, you know, I would love to eventually have, yeah, dietitians in person. I'm never saying no to physical because I do see the importance of it. Maybe we'll only do that in major, major cities. Um, so I'm not, I'm not ruling that out because I, I do somewhat miss like in person for sure. But just uh, the ability to grow like overhead wise is so much easier not committing to that exactly. <laughs> Every time we open up a place, it's more so of having boots on the ground and being more visible in that location. So what is it? Where where are you? Do you are you going in to any of them day to day? Or like, how do you manage? I guess what I'm getting at, like, what is it like to actually like run this business? Like, how do you manage the team? And like, what's your day to day looking like now that you have that? Yeah, gosh, as you know, every day is truly different. Um so we're just all like telehealth slack is our best friend and like our communication. <laughs> I feel like every business knows slack. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we keep up. Um, I still get my like clinician fix too, because I am doing like lab interpretation videos. So like kind of going back to not forgetting about my passion, I still am. And I'm actually <laughs> one of the reasons I stopped seeing patients as I'm in my doctorate as well. So, um, that obviously keeps me busy. (laughs) So, um, that's why I'm like, I'm still loving like being inside the clinician side of things, but just not super hands-on, which I tell people anyways, I'm like, trust me, you don't want me as like your accountability partner. You want my dietitians because they're so much better than me. I am more of like, Oh, what's going on? You need to do this run with it. And so obviously people come to us because they need accountability and support. And I'm like, that's my diet. That's not me. So you don't even want me y'all. You want my dietitians. So they get the best of both worlds. They get my brain, they get their brain and their support and accountability. Um, But yeah, running the business is, I mean, we have weekly meetings with our dietitian, with me and my dietitians. We try to meet in person, whether if it's like for brunch or lunch on a regular basis, we're actually hosting our first patient brunch locally here at True Food. Um, And that I'm so excited to, most of our patients, obviously we've never met in person. So it's going to be so fun to like give in-person hugs and kind of have that. So I'm just kind of testing the waters out there, but we possibly may be adding in some fun in-person patient, like getaways and retreats or something locally. Um, if, you know, I can feeling it out, not promising anything, but like, how do I like this? <laughs> um, that a lot that your patients are going to want to come hang out with you and like, like have brunch or go on a retreat and stuff like telehealth patients that like clearly are so connected to your business and your brand and your dietitians that like, they're going to want to like come hang out. Like that sounds pretty unique. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I've never thought of it that way. Um, just, I don't know. I were, we're so much more hands-on. I think when people think of healthcare, they're like, Oh, I see my doctor. Then I see them three months from now. No, we're usually like, it's unlimited texting in our app. So we're texting you regularly. You're texting us regularly. Anytime you have questions, we're seeing them regularly for sessions, like weekly or biweekly. Um, and yeah, I joke, I'm like, we're literally doing life with you. <laughs> so I feel like it's so, Im- it's impossible to like do life with someone and not like, I don't know, want to hang, I guess. <laughs> so to me, I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I love that. I think that's so such a cool uh, way to think about it. And that actually was that was the other thing I was going to ask you is like, what does it actually look like when someone comes to work with you guys? Because I feel like that is important. And just to clarify, so you have the locations in 
it sounds like a lot of a lot of your clients are local to the areas that yeah. you have the spaces. But if you're telehealth, can you work with anybody anywhere? Like if somebody listening to this, yeah, yeah, to make an appointment, they could. Yes, I've had a couple of our um, out of state patients say, uh, "Can I like?" fly down. And I'm like, I don't know if you want to fly down for a two hour brunch. I was like, I love you. I want to meet you, but I, I would feel really life. bad if you flew down for that. Um, so again, never say never. Well, that's but, why you say maybe there's going to be a retreat or something. Exactly. Like um, and this is a homebody saying this. I am not a travel person at all, which is hilarious because we go to LA tomorrow, but, um, I am a homebody at heart. So even going back to business, I'm like, no, my home office is, is my jam for sure. Um, but yeah, people working with us you can't you can be um anywhere in the u.s because we have licenses in different states um which is great so we can see you and so again we're very data driven so we're doing labs i mentioned like how we meet how often unlimited texting truly doing life with you and unpeeling the pic like picture of what's going on because yes yeah, some people might say i have ibs or i have struggled losing weight but there's so much more to it than like like losing weight, like, oh, let's just take this out of your diet. It's like wanting to understand toxin load. It's wanting to understand metabolism and yes, the dietary habits, but adrenal health, blood sugar regulation. I mean, there's just so many things to like unravel there. Um, so that's what we love doing is providing the data and giving people that step-by-step -step of, oh, this is what I need to do for me and not what my neighbor Karen did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that. Very important too. Um, one of the things that I know that you talk about sometimes or that, um, was on something I had seen was about like how chronic stress can mess with your hormones and kill productivity. And I feel like that was one thing that I was like, I gotta ask her about that because I feel like that's something a lot of us can probably resonate with who are listening to this podcast as entrepreneurs business owners sometimes moms too it's like there's a lot going on and so I was like if there's one key takeaway that I could like ask you like as a kind of health related question like yes us about that like what how is it all connected what should we do about it and yeah <laughs> I, I think that's why I have um it's not launched yet but I'm in the midst of creating like a power woman um, like membership um, for this reason, because I know that certain things, me, me too, stress is one of them. Um, it's really hard because obviously we're juggling a lot of things, especially hard if you also have a family and a relationship and just juggling everything. Um, because stress does, I think when people think stress or like heart attack or cardiovascular issues, but it actually can divert your brain from talking to your thyroid. Um, and then your thyroid can get sluggish and hypothyroid. Um, it can also then impact ovulation and your metabolism. It, as we know, sometimes when we're too stressed, it lowers our immune system. So we, we kind of see that when we're stressed, we get sick more often. But then when that happens as well, that can then down domino effect into gut health, not being with a lower immune system, not being able to balance out the microbiome, because we're always exposed to parasites and pathogenic bacteria from what we eat and drink. And that's always going to be there, but ideally you should have a strong enough body to be able to you know, regulate that. But when we're stressed, we don't have our little army that's prepped and ready to go all healthy. It's very run down feeling. And then obviously there's like the brain fog and just not 
just feeling tired. And so chronic stress as well then turns into what we call HPA dysfunction. It's like hypothalamus pituitary adrenal dysfunction. And it's basically where your brain and your adrenals that make your stress hormone, that communication starts to be very fuzzy um, because chronic stress just breaks it down. So then you're going to suffer from like having low stress hormone, but you're going to be tired. You're going to be so tired. You're not going to be able to like have energy. You're not going to be able to lose weight. Well, you're just not going to feel your best. So when we're stressed, you know, our body, all it knows is like danger, danger. It doesn't know that like, oh man, we're just behind on some tasks. It equates that to danger, danger is, is equal to a robber coming at you, right? So that's like kind of the thought we need is it doesn't know that it's a simple stressor. A stressor is just a stressor in general. So yes, we need to, I don't, I don't think reducing stress needs to be complicated. I think it just needs to be incorporating some you time, incorporating things you love, reading that book at night instead of working, like just creating that boundary. I, I think that's where things are missing, to be completely honest. I think we're just overworked and not prioritizing what we truly enjoy. Yes, there's some herbs and definitely some internal stressors we got to address as well, because it's not just external work. It's also internal stressors. And that's where the bucket starts overflowing is you're in traffic. You have to fire someone. Um, you are running late on a million tasks. That's external stressors. Now add in like some gut dysfunction, some blood sugar dysregulation. So now you have both internal and external stress. And that's when like health goes boom, right? It's just a little bit of everything. And now we're really not feeling good and can't work and do our passion. I think it's worth like thinking about and mentioning too, because like, I think, I think we're so used to like stress, just being there, being present, being part of our day and what we have to like live with and deal with. And it does, it's important to keep in mind that that can actually be like impacting all of these other things. It's not just like, okay, I'm a little stressed out, but like, that's normal. It's okay. But is that, and that actually, and I think some, some of us might even feel like sometimes being a little stressed out, like pushes you to like complete things or makes you get like it lights that fire under you of like this stuff has to get done and I need to get it done but thinking about it as like oh actually if I let that keep happening it's gonna like lower my productivity it's yeah. gonna lower my energy and I just feel like I, I just feel like we all want to be as productive as possible so to be like thinking about it that way that like it's actually gonna kill your productivity yeah if you allow this chronic stress to live in your life so you're actually going to be more productive and like help your business and yourself in general if yes. you find ways to yeah mitigate the stress as much as possible or at least like live yeah. with it or, or, or change it to not be but we're like totally that. we're totally addicted to stress <laughs> it's unfortunate like I we've we definitely it work with like power women now and yeah some people are like what do I do you know, when it's quiet and it's like, we're, we're just so used to go, go, go. Um, I think one of my favorite things that I, a couple things that I started doing that kind of forced me to like chill more is we got chickens, um, for my daughter's birthday, but holy cow, y'all, like you have a problem, just buy chickens. Um, it has, yeah, so, you know, so like, I feel like, doesn't it force you to go outside and like, do things for them. But also I like to just, you know, I did an Instagram reel. I was like, one day I was like young, hip and carefree. And now I'm hanging in the backyard with chickens. I'm like, that is accurate. That is accurate. <laughs> you know, my chickens. Yes. No, I'm like, I always think I should make a, like something of, I'm like PR agency owner and, and magazine editor nine to five. And then like homesteader out in the yes. backyard with my chickens and vegetables. Exactly. Like, 
exactly like on the weekends like I feel like people don't realize that side of me either but you gotta share it oh my gosh relaxing yes I think it helped force me to like just be outside more take a break out of my computer um and same with like I started making like einkorn sourdough which is like the most ancient strain of wheat so we don't usually do any wheat um except if it's something like einkorn um and doing that again it was just so meditative it was just like getting back to my roots um and getting out of like work mode so basically make some sourdough bread and have chickens (laughs) that's your takeaway I feel like I'm halfway there (laughs) (laughs) that is helpful no I love that um are you gonna wait so tell me I guess I want to I always I'm always so nosy I'm like what is your actual day-to-day look like in terms of like so you've got two kids you've got the chickens you're in Texas right so it's pretty like like hot now probably but like pretty nice weather all the time like what does your day-to-day look like how often like are you working like nine to five what is your actual like day look like as someone who's like I imagine pretty I don't know I feel like you're probably good at this of like you know some kind of balance stuff I am and everyone always asks me like how do you do it all and I think it was just, again, I, I had to be on since I was 17. I went from my parents telling me what to do to now having a little baby and still having dreams and working and all that stuff. So I think that's why I'm used to it. So my morning starts off always, you know, breakfast, matcha, that's my go-to, um, usually laying the chickens out and getting them fed and then like just getting ready for the day. Um, usually I work out mid morning. So like, I'm more of a, like start work at 10 working out at like 9am. Um, because that's just after I digest a little bit, that is just when I'm feeling the best for a workout. So I usually do strength trainings, my jam don't, I'm a hater of cardio. As I feel like mostly, it's not your bang for your buck. So strength training is what I do. And then obviously when kids are in school, like we're kind of get when I'm getting ready, they're getting ready and taking them out. But summer, we're honestly a little bit more like laid back. Um, I, I don't want to like, come like always do camps, camps, camps. I know some parents have to, but I know something I loved when I was a kid was just being like, it's summer, just being able to chill and like not have to always be somewhere. Well, so in the summer- that's the beauty of working from home too so yeah. like you can just be home with yes and you're there as uh, same way I'm like uh, there I'm, I left like you know camps so that because I only have one so you know I think yes. there's having two and maybe they interact a little bit I'm like you can't sit at home by yourself all summer but <laughs> I do like camps and then like left weeks in between of like yes things I'm like I am sitting here most of the time yeah <laughs> Good yeah for sure. And then of course, as I get older, like my 13 year old, I mean, now it's even more easier and he's going to the park to play basketball and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, then I probably start work around 10. Um, of course I do my like typical lunch break. So I hate it when women say like, I'm too busy to have lunch break. No, you're just not prioritizing it. You always have time to nourish yourself. So I always do my lunch break. Um, and then my, my middle of the day, sometimes it depends on like what day it is. Cause sometimes I have to do school like at 1 PM, I can't be working. I have to do like homework and a paper or whatever. Um, but usually just, it's like work school mix. Um, and if I can't do school in the day, then I just do it at night. Um, but then I also, you know, I always cook dinner, feed them either. I'm kind of spending time with them. Um, me and my daughter love just watching shows together, like Gilmore Girls, you know, all, all, all my like old school shows, old school in quotes. Um, (laughs) that's kind of how we like, like to wind down and spend time together. Um, or, 
I will sometimes if work is busy going to do more work. Um, that's the thing about, I love being an entrepreneur is I don't typically have the nine to five. I'm um, especially being in school. Like after the kids go to bed, I either am potentially doing work or school, but I'm always like, like, I think people call it habit stacking. Like I was just doing lectures last night in the sauna. Um, so I like took, we have a sauna. So I sauna, listened to lectures and, you know, did my whole like bedtime routine, red light therapy, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I'm always kind of while you're learning. Yeah. While I'm learning. So it's, that's how I do it all is I just habit stack things, I guess. (laughs) So that's pretty much my day. (laughs) I love it. I always find that so interesting. And I love to hear that it's, it sounds kind of somewhat flowy you're not like this is then and then this is then and it's kind of like you do it's good like I think that's awesome yeah because some days I'm working at like from one to four and it's all I work it just it just yeah just depends on what I need to do well no and I love that I I love to hear that because I feel like especially once you have a team and you have multiple locations and you're kind of building or at least have built to a certain extent people kind of have this expectation that you're super busy or that you you know you're kind of like yeah. tied to work or you don't have that kind of flexibility anymore because there's like always you know fires to put out or things to do or whatever yeah so that, that doesn't feel seem to be kind of your experience with it like I feel like that means you must be doing something right in terms of running things <laughs> yeah I mean I was I was on a call with my dietitian yesterday and I was like on it while making a tuna melt <laughs> So there's that, you know, yeah, I I think it's definitely doable. It doesn't feel all the time putting out like a bunch of fires. I mean, sometimes it can get like that, but I don't know. I like to stay on top of things. (laughs) And when I do that, then I I feel like it never can get to that point of like so many fires. Right. As long as you stay ahead of things, you can keep on top of it. I love it. Well, I... Feel like um well I always ask people actually kind of going back to the beginning what's one thing that you wish you had known more about when you first started the business I wish it, I knew more about the roller coasters and how it's normal to have like the slow seasons obviously you, you kind of know that but I don't know you don't really know it until you're in it but I wish that I knew that there's never going to be this like end goal and everything's good like as an entrepreneur you're kind of always changing pivoting tweaking improving and so there's always going to be like dips and uh, really high points and really low points and so I think I was never prepared for it because I feel like owning a business is kind of glamorized a little bit on like social media and so you go into it like okay it might be a struggle but it's going to be awesome all the time I'm my own boss I'm like you know but that also means like it's all on me to make things happen if I want to get paid it's all on me if I want to keep having health insurance it's all on me and so I think just I don't know I wish it wasn't as glamorized and there was and I feel like it is now of course I feel like more people are being truthful about like the entrepreneurship hardships um but yeah I think I wish I just knew that more (laughs) that's valid and what I'm feeling like I'm failing you know some of those some of those dips yeah but no I literally think everybody listening to this can relate so that's exactly what we're kind of here for having those conversations so that now somebody listening will be like oh yeah like I'm gonna keep that in mind I'm not the only one like or maybe I've only you know somebody's brand new and they were only experiencing high so far knowing that there are going to be lows that come like I think that just is so natural yeah yeah is there any any other like advice a last word of advice for other entrepreneurs or women kind of going through this um, I would say don't ever be afraid to delegate. 
because every time, and even though I'm a really great delegator, I still get really nervous because it's still an additional like, you know, person to pay. Um, but it always works out like always, like I, I don't know, income just tends, well, not, you know, obviously there's work behind it, but income does go up. Like I'm always so nervous still to this, to this day. I say the exact same thing. That's why I'm like, if you see the look, I feel like everything you've said in this conversation, I'm like, are we the same person? Are we the same person? I mean, we have chickens. We're the same person. No, I totally, I, I totally get that. Yeah. It's like the revenue increases every time you make that scary leap kind of right yes and the thing is is like I I can't pinpoint of like oh yeah just hire like honestly some of it's like a little bit of faith I'm just like I it will it will hope it will work out it will hopefully work out and I can't pinpoint and say like oh it's worked out because like this improved or no it just literally weirdly works out I cannot even put my finger on what 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 it is but I've never hired someone or increased hours with someone or something and it not work out. So have faith and like, don't delegate what you need to. It it will work out. (laughs) I love that. So good. So good. Um, how any, anything else? I feel like, I feel like I wanted to, I could ask you so many more like health related questions. Um, anything else that we definitely should have made sure to touch on before we wrap up? Um, on the health side, make sure you're eating enough. (laughs) I know I kind of talked about like making sure that like you're making time, like taking a lunch and stuff, but I I literally kid you not 99% of women that come to us are under eating. (laughs) And then we kind of, you know, if you're on the younger side, you may not feel it, but then all of a sudden we hit our thirties or we hit forties and we blame the age In all reality, it's just years and years of not taking care of ourselves. And it's finally boiling to a head. And so eating enough is so crucial. Um, and these are also women saying like, I'm following hunger cues. I'm never hungry. Like I'm, I'm eating like even three meals a day, but we're just simply used to like not eating enough. So if that's like my biggest takeaway on the health front, it is so important because you're fueling your body with energy. You are reducing stress hormone because it's very stressful in the body when you're under eating. Um, you're yeah. Putting your body into that safe place so sex hormones can feel safe to ovulate each month there's a lot of things full body that loves eating enough so please eat enough (laughs) nothing under like 1500 calories like if i had to put a number on it if you're by chance like just like okay i'm gonna track and see how much i'm eating i'm not saying that you have to track for life that's not how i want you to eat forever but i think it's good data if you're eating under 1500 then you got a problem I'm glad I asked. I'm always, no, I'm always so torn on these conversations because I'm like, I always personally really want to hear about like the behind the scenes. Like, how do you run your business? Like, how do you start this? Like, what are all the businessy things? But when I talk to someone like you, where you actually have also like such good information in terms of your expertise of like, these are actually things that I also want to be able to ask you and share with yes listeners and stuff. I'm always like torn. Like, how can we, how can I fit everything into the short episode? I know. know. But I feel like we kind of got some of that in, but also what are your plans for the business? Do you, are you planning another location? Cause I know you kind of alluded to like being all over the point. We are, but we're actually right now, I am trying, we're shifting away because we usually worked in like a four month or six month package, but now we're shifting to more of a membership, but time commitments, at least like minimum is still similar to packages of like a four month 
time commitment, but I like shifting over to membership, but I'm excited because we're starting to just like include more lab testing. We're going to start including supplements because we just started compounding personalized supplements. So literally making, um, faith's formula like nothing like on the market we're choosing dosing we're choosing herbs we're choosing the nutrients that's been really fun for us um so just like including that in it so we're really like packing and just kind of re shifting things around um which is great and then of course like starting the power women um membership as well and that one's going to be more jam-packed hopefully like adding like food delivery in massages monthly like i mean the whole shebang for like a power woman so that's kind of our focus now but yes ideally it's opening more locations for sure Cool. Okay. Well, so tell people how they can find you online if they want to like, and also if there's anything, any other resources that like we didn't mention that people should like know to look out for, because I know you have a lot like um, online. Yeah. Um, new Instagram is where I hang out the most. So it's at Navitra Wellness. That's my jam. Um, but I mean, of course, oh my gosh, this is like a long list now, a uh, YouTube and threads and Facebook and honestly, it's never ending. Um, but new feature wellness, and you can find us on our website, www.newfeaturewellness.com. So if you are interested in becoming a patient, um, you can go to our services page in the menu and we are very transparent right now. You'll see, well, depending on when you see this, you'll see the membership, you'll see pricing, you'll see very, like everything included. Um, and so then at the bottom is a form that you can fill out for an intro call with me. Um, so we can make sure that we're aligned and that we can help you and kind of create a game plan on the best labs for you to start with and stuff like that. Um, so that is working with us and then podcasting. Obviously people love podcasts. I have two. I have, oh, um, I didn't realize you have two. Yes. I knew you had one. Uh, Functional Nutrition Radio is the solo nutrition one. So geeking out on nutrition stuff, that's where that's at. And then Power Women Wellness is more of an interview style podcast that I, I don't know, I think I launched maybe at the end of last year, beginning of this year. And that's where we're interviewing women in power of their like wellness routines. Like, what are they doing? I'm like, I'm like you, I'm nosy as hell. So I'm like, what are you doing to take care of your body? Like, what are your wellness habits? And so um, tuning into this one, I get back like don't know how I didn't listen to it yet. Sorry. No, um, you're good. I, no, I love that's exactly the kind of things. And I'm not even in that world, but I'm always like no, so nosy about what people are doing. Yeah. Because you find out that somebody's doing something that like you never thought to do. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's changed their life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to know all the things everyone else. Yes. I also think it's fun to also hear all the sim- similarities. So like one common theme is like, all these successful women, they're not picking up their phone right when they wake up. Like that's a huge thing is they're delaying looking at phones and emails until like an hour after. Um, and so I love seeing the similarities too. Cause I'm like, okay, this is obviously something I have to like really put a priority of if all these successful women are doing it. So yeah, the similarities, the differences, I love it all. So I'm right there with you. So those are the podcasts of our business. I love it. Okay, we'll um we'll link to all of those so that everybody can go find them and listen to those right now too. Um okay. yeah, I love that. And they can check out the website and follow you on Instagram. And yeah, I I mean, I've been following you on Instagram just um 
since we've been connected for this and I love to see you like out there with your chickens and stuff and, <laughs> and all things it's I, I don't know I like it I like to see the behind the scenes yes yes that's definitely where you'll see behind the scenes and yeah my chicken was yelling at me yesterday because she keeps dropping her egg for high up on the perch and I'm like go into your dang nesting box like I'm getting cracked eggs and I'm like I'm tossing them and it's breaking my heart and so yeah I took down the perches and she was so mad she went in there to lay her egg and she's like WTF and then she like came she flew up on the fan because we have a little nest camera in there or a ring camera oh and she literally got so close and was just yelling at me because I was talking into it like go to your nesting box oh my gosh okay we're all gonna tune into that we're gonna go listen to your podcast to hear how powerful drama. are having what they're doing for wellness and then we're gonna go to Instagram to follow along with your chicken saga <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to connect. I do feel like Me we too. could keep talking for a long time and we should probably connect more. Yes. Too. yes. <laughs> I love that now everybody else can connect with you also after listening to this. Um, and yeah, be more aware, I think, of like our nutrition and wellness and stress and yeah, how it's affecting our bodies and things like that. And I'm also just super inspired by everything you've done so far. And, and like, honestly starting your business after having a baby when you were 17 like I know that wasn't like a huge part of what we touched on but like oh my gosh <laughs> thank you thank you well, it's worth it yeah well thank you so so much awesome thanks for having me thanks for listening if you enjoyed this show please subscribe to quotable a female millennial entrepreneur podcast wherever you listen so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on itunes so other people will be able to find us easily also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.